0: We know there are times where you're just too busy to sort through the mass of information that comes your way. So to make it easier for you to stay informed, subscribe to The Morning Agenda, WITF's news podcast, where the only agenda is you.
1: Funding for The Spark is provided by Capital Blue Cross, focused on creating a healthier future for our communities through innovations like its Capital Blue Cross Connect Health and Wellness Centers, which provide in-person services and inspire healthy living. Learn more at CapitalBlueCross.com. The SPARC is also supported by UPMC Heart and Vascular Institute. With experience, cutting-edge technology, and a collaborative approach, you'll receive the most advanced treatment. More at upmc.com slash central PA heart.
2: In early January, the Shapiro administration announced its $4.9 million PA Farm Bill and Agricultural Youth Grants, which highlights the importance of the Keystone State's growing agricultural industry. And today with us on The Spark, we have Agriculture Policy Director at Team Pennsylvania, Kelly Kondratik, and also Abby Smith, who is the President and CEO of Team PA. And what is Team PA? Well, I'm glad that you asked. It is the statewide entity co-chaired by the governor and a private sector leader who collaborates strategic investments of public and private funds to accelerate Pennsylvania's most transformative economic opportunities that include agriculture, energy, and manufacturing. So, hello, ladies. Thank you for joining us on The Spark. Hello. Thanks hey. for having us. Yeah. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, um, get, getting right into things, um, can you start by giving our listeners an overview of your roles uh, in directing state-level strategic eco- economic growth?
0: Sure, happy to. As we mentioned, we're a statewide organization, co-chaired by the governor, and we're focused on accelerating economic growth. I think when people hear that, they think, you know, what does that even mean or look like? <laughs> um, and I think for us, we have some really specific goals uh, when it comes to economic growth and the role that we play. Um, and the first of which is, as a public-private partnership, we're focused on those opportunities that just cannot be solved alone. Mm. So there are certain things that that's really in government's camp. They can tackle that. Uh, and there are certain things that individual companies or organizations they can tackle. And then there are some of those big, tough issues that, quite frankly, require everybody to work together. Um, and that's our sweet spot. Um, the other thing we focus on are things that really maximize impact for the Commonwealth. Uh, So there are areas where Pennsylvania is strong, where we kind of have a right to win. uh, And that is certainly where we focus our time and attention. Um, And we also focus on where Pennsylvania can be a national global leader. Mm. Um, And so agriculture certainly is one of those. Um, And then last but not least, we focus on where there's the most economic opportunity for the most people. How do we lift up the opportunities for all Pennsylvanians so that more people can more fully participate in our economy. Uh, And so in order for us to work on the topic, it has to check all those boxes. Um, And so we're the statewide entity that does that. We bring together all these people, uh, and then we figure out how do we actually activate that, not just through dollars but through really coordinated efforts and activities. Um, Agriculture is one of our key areas of focus.
2: And uh, I was actually going to uh, follow up with a question about that, so I'm I'm glad you uh, said that. This is a nice little segue that that we have here. So um, can you uh, share some um, insights into uh, how significant agricultural uh, a- agriculture is um, in Pennsylvania.
0: So back in 2018, well actually 2017, we didn't really know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of pretended that we had a sense of exactly how big uh, Pennsylvania's agriculture economy was. Um, 2018 we issued, Team PA issued, um, in partnership with uh, several different folks including an agriculture advisory board, the Department of Agriculture, Uh, a report that is focused on what is Pennsylvania's agriculture economic impact. We've since updated that report. And I think a lot of it even starts with what's covered under the definition that is agriculture. Mm. I think sometimes we take for granted what's included in that. So it's everything from our forestry sector, which is a huge part of Pennsylvania's agriculture. Um, it includes mushrooms, where we're, you know, a huge state for, for mushroom production. It includes um, food and beverage, and, you know, we all know Pennsylvania is quite a bit of a snack food capital, especially <laughs> here in central PA, um, just toward the Uts factory recently, and all of these different components make up our tremendous agriculture economic impact. Mm. Putting a number to that, I think, was really important. And it, you mentioned the uh, the Pennsylvania Farm Bill. We are so proud of the fact that the work that's been done, not just in 2018, but an update in 2021, and we're going to be issuing another update uh, sooner rather than later, that information then informs uh, how we want to make those kinds of investments. So mm. while Team PA isn't directly involved in that, the fact that we're using... Ground, work that's grounded in good data um, i think gives us a lot of hope that we're making thoughtful decisions that are backed by where we can be the strongest
2: and you mentioned forestry uh, i'll tell you this that was not on my bingo card <laughs> so um, um uh, this is this is just uh, uh, purely out of my ignorance of not knowing agriculture how does forestry tie into agriculture
1: so forestry is actually actually the leading uh, sector of all of our agriculture industries really? when we measure it yeah uh, the tremendous economic impact that the forestry industry has uh, sweeping through some of the lesser focused on parts of our state. I don't think it's too much to say that these are some of the places we may not be thinking of when we think of our eastern uh, dominated by you know our production agriculture mm-hmm. and then the western part of the state really characterized by a lot of our growing uh, urban agriculture that's happening out there. Um, forestry industry is, is really a leader uh, through many of the T of our state. And we're really proud of that impact that they've had, uh, not just here in the country, but
2: globally. Huh, puts a whole new um, um, perspective on Penn's Woods, a.k.a. Pennsylvania. Wow. Absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, well, I was today years old. I, I, I <laughs> love it. I love it. So uh, what role uh, do you all play in fostering the collaboration between the public and private se- sectors uh, within the agricultural industry?
0: Um, well, let's take forestry for, uh, as an example. Um, one of the areas that we focus on is how technology is going to have to meet agriculture to mm. do a number of different things. Um, we convene a group called the Advanced Ag uh, Cross Sector Collaborative. And when we say advanced ag, we mean several things. And one of those things is actually thinking about sustainability. Um, and when we talk about sustainability, sometimes within ag and sustainability and our energy systems and our climate and our planet, we think a lot of the times in terms of maybe like bio-waste, right, yeah. like the waste byproduct, uh, where some of the potential pit- lies in the future of how that comes into play um, is, I think, going to be with, with forestry. There's a lot of byproducts there that can be used as part of our energy system that can be kind of brought back into uh, what we call the circular economy. Um, and Some of those opportunities, the the economics don't necessarily play out in the short term. Mm. What ends up happening is, uh, you know, any individual company, they're thinking about, you know, how do you actually have a product that can compete in the marketplace? And as they're thinking about what the future holds... Especially if you're a small or medium-sized operation, you may not be able to invest in uh, some of the shorter-term things that are needed to play that longer-term game. Mm. Um, And so I think this is where we think about what are those opportunities that we have to kind of work on together so that we can de-risk some of those uh, changes that have to happen, so that we can actually bring more players into it, that we can actually – make everybody very clear about what investment is going to be needed and this is how we make a more sustainable future where our agriculture and our energy systems they're already really interrelated but thinking about how we do that in a coordinated way this is not going to be individual actors this is about how does government work with business work with academia work with nonprofit organizations work with community Uh, and work with certainly our public sector leaders at the local, at the state level uh, to get that kind of work done. Um, And so I wish that I could just tell you, you know, oh, we're just going to do this initiative. Mm. We're kind of that long-term systems change organization that hopefully is bringing together first some of the conversations and then figuring out how we activate that together.
2: So then in your work then, uh, what innovative initiatives are being implemented to advance agriculture in Pennsylvania?
1: Yeah. So Abby had earlier mentioned that we will be uh, soliciting an update to our economic impact study that I think will actually give us a lot more insight into how we direct our attention, how we uh, work together with the uh, Collaborative participants to really drive some of these initiatives, investments. I think we look to that data to really inform what are the what are the opportunities that we can be winning at for mm. for Pennsylvania and for agriculture included in that economy. So we include organics as part of our advanced agriculture definition. Uh, it's a kind of an umbrella term, if you will, advanced agriculture inclusive of. Within that is organics, and we're a national leader for organic uh, production, farms, acreage. Uh, we're, we're really a leader in this space. Mm. Uh, and I think that there's a lot that can be uh, learned and unlocked still, yet, this is kind of no pun intended organic growth within the <laughs> organic industry. Uh, and a lot of investments have been made over uh, with the Pennsylvania Farm Bill investments. However, there's still a lot to be done and mm. a lot more that we can be unlocking and, and even further leading uh, in this space. So I think that's a tremendous area to be watching and, and even utilizing some of this future data to point us where is where are our dollars best spent uh, and where can we maximize impact for the
2: most. Before we go to our break, I do want to quickly focus on uh, sustainability um, and, and how is Pennsylvania addressing environmental concerns and promoting responsible agricultural practices?
0: I think that this is an area that really does require collaboration. When you think about the different systems that are involved, one of the things that we're doing is also looking internationally in places that are even more resource limited than Pennsylvania. Hmm. And so when we look at models all around the world, uh, Denmark, for example, is a leader when it comes to biofuels. So using bio waste as then part of our alternative energy sources. I think that those are the kinds of opportunities when we think about the health of our planet, the health of our soil, these things are all interconnected. um, And this really requires us to care not just about how this happens in the short term, uh, but for the health of our future.
2: Before we went to our break, um, I had this burning question about AI. Uh, So I'm going to let Kelly take it from here. Kelly, AI in agriculture, learn us something, please.
1: Well, what I'll say to that is I think we do not yet know the full capabilities of what AI can or will do for the agriculture industry. Mm. But what excites me most is uh, really about knowledge transfer and utilizing uh, AI's ability to help drive business decision-making and on-farm decision-making, if we can really harness some of that capability to help translate some of the information that's coming out of our research institutions Mm. and through uh, Penn State Extension and some of these incredible resources that we have a wealth of knowledge here in Pennsylvania uh, to really leverage that and use it for on-farm decision-making, I think if we can unlock that, we will be uh, eons ahead of where we are today.
0: Marquise, can I tell you a little bit about what that might look like? I got to see that in practice a little bit. Um, We went up and visited Penn State. One of the coolest parts of my job is I get to go see things in person all Mm. over Pennsylvania. And we were up at Penn State. They are... Uh, partnering with you know really large technology company and they gave us these headsets to try out these virtual reality headsets um, or augmented reality I think well either way Um, they put on these goggles and you could see in front of you like a a cow (laughs) Um, but not just the cow itself you Mm -hmm. could also see around the cow some of the different systems and things that you would be checking in on Mm. and so you can imagine that the way in which then the operation of that farm and how you're treating animals where maybe you don't have easy access to a vet to take care of those animals mm-hmm. or you don't have easy access to the kinds of information. You don't necessarily have a lab right there to go <laughs> check something. Yeah. Um, but then how different that becomes for somebody who's able to put on that headset mm. and then make decisions about their farm, their animal. They can be actually much more efficient, thoughtful, decision makers around all of this. And Pennsylvania has a lot of preserved farmland. So what we want to make sure that we're doing is thinking about how technology kind of meets that moment so mm. that we're taking the tremendous foundation that our agriculture industry currently has and thinking, all right, what does the future look like? Yeah. Um, because I think Pennsylvania really can be, in I, I think in many respects, um, a, a, a keystone state for global food supply. Mm. Um, and part of how we're going to do that is the way in which we take this deep, strong, rich foundation um, and then bring it into future through technology and through AI and through virtual reality and all of the different components that come with that.
2: So then the conversations that, uh, that, 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 that you have been involved with so far, um, do you feel as though that, that there's, there's this embrace of, uh, of AI and, and not this rejection, so to speak?
0: I I'll start and then turn it over to Kelly. I think that this becomes a really challenging topic in mm. rural areas in some places where you actually have very limited access to broadband to internet. i was ask that. Yeah. And so, you know, this is the way in which a lot of our work becomes interconnected. Um, so I think that how technology kind of ultimately intersects with agriculture it is going to take more than just does somebody embrace it or do they not? What is the culture? What does it look like? Um, And I think sometimes the innovation technology, quite frankly, even, you know, I'm used to uh, being in a a very connected world. Um, I do not live and work on a farm, but putting on that virtual reality headset, I'm like, wow, this is totally different. So (laughs) I think that there's a lot that comes with um, not just education and what happens with technology adoption, but how do you also kind of preserve a lot of the legacy and foundation that's there? How do you build upon that um, in a way that really honors Uh, what our history and our story as Pennsylvania agriculture has been um, in order to take that into the next generation. Mm. And so I think we're very thoughtful stewards of how we even talk about innovation within agriculture because I think the last thing that we want to do is be dismissive of. We want to really honor and respect Uh, Because that is the only way that we will have a strong future in agriculture to really understand where we're coming from. Um, You know, Kelly is the granddaughter of a dairy farmer in Pennsylvania. You know, I feel like maybe is is even better positioned to speak to that.
1: Yeah, I just want to add to Abby's really thoughtful Mm -hmm. comments and say, I think the only way that we'll be able to uh, look to a future where agriculture continues to be as strong as if we are, one, incorporating technology in a way that is thoughtful and uh, can be utilized by our agriculture industry, uh, but also one that's embraced by them Mm. and is driven by them. And so I think that the way in which we're approaching this work as a team, as a collaborative through Team Pennsylvania, really does allow for that farmer voice and for the leadership voice uh, to come together to really drive this. And for every step that we make in terms of AI or technology advancement. Uh, I just also want to say we need to be thinking about the the security side of that. Mm. And so, for every step in in AI development, there also needs to be a similarly matched conversation in cybersecurity. And so, thinking about these areas in which Pennsylvania's strengths uh, are strengths in cybersecurity and computer sciences that happens uh, out in the western part of the state through. Uh, institutions like CMU this is a really incredible opportunity to start braiding mm. some of that those assets together with our legacy industries to really make us uh, thrive and and be embraced uh, statewide
2: uh, education and training uh, how is TPA preparing the next generation of of farmers and agribusiness professionals
0: so we are very I would say, thoughtful about how education and training and workforce development happens best. And I am, this is my background, <laughs> so I have a long uh, history in this work. The state, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, has a number of different activities that they do through the Pennsylvania Department of Agriculture in partnership with both the Pennsylvania Department of Education and the Pennsylvania Department of Labor and Industry. Um, But that said, I think a lot of the work that happens in these areas is so well served when it happens close to the local and regional communities. You really need a good pulse on what's actually happening, what's needed, what's next. Um, And so while there's certainly a number of activities that can happen at the state level through our partners at the Commonwealth. Um, I would say that a lot of that work that you see and are best examples of programs, of initiatives, of training models um, is happening in everything from your 4-H clubs all the way to uh, apprenticeship programs. And we certainly look to um, engage through our cross-sector collaborative Um, I think a lot of the times our focus is how do we make sure that the industry is thriving um, so that the economy is strong when it comes to agriculture, Mm -hmm. and then there are good jobs there, um, and then we work closely with all of the different partners who do work on the more education, workforce development, and training
1: side. Yeah, there's actually a really great example of this, a small organization that I'm familiar with, LEAF. They've been doing some pre-apprenticeship programs uh, and training for our next generation workforce in agriculture uh, based in Perry County. I'm intimately familiar with this organization and serve as uh, in my volunteer capacity with them, but truly one of the organizations, uh, a number of them across the state uh, that are doing some of this next generation workforce, agriculture training, uh, recognizing the importance that this has uh, for our future generations and for our agriculture future. So uh, Marquise, maybe there's a a role for you at LEAF if you want to go back and get trained in uh, some farming techniques.
2: Oh, so then what you're saying is that um I don't have to worry about robot farmers anytime anytime soon? <laughs> I think we're a
1: little ways off from that, although uh, there is some there's some promise in the future, so we'll
2: see. <laughs> well, we'll see how 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 that goes. Um so um um I do want to also talk about um the the pandemic um because we know how the pa- pandemic has has affected all industries um, especially the media uh, um, industry so uh, the pandemic uh, which has affected various industries including agriculture um, how does team pa uh, adapt its strategies to these challenges that we know exist
0: well it was not a typical role for us actually uh, we partnered with giant uh giant oh, company wow. so um uh, giant is one of team pa's investors Uh, They have been a close partner of ours, not just through our agriculture work, but traveled with them to the Netherlands looking at uh, lots of different models of the future of ag. Um, When the pandemic hit, Giant wanted to very quickly get dollars out the door to support farmers. Um, And I think doing that sometimes is, is complicated for different organizations and companies Uh, We are often known as a nimble partner to both the private and public sector. Mm. We were able to stand up a small grants program uh, in a matter of, I think, 48 hours, Um, uh, put together a simple application form so that we could make sure that we're collecting the necessary information, being good stewards of resources, Um, but then getting the dollars out the door uh, in very short order. Um, We did find that... uh, I think we ultimately got half a million dollars Mm -hmm. in grants um, out. And so this was a way that we could be quickly responsive to uh, to farmers and their needs during the pandemic. Um, And this is where I think we did see a opportunity for farms that were looking to bring product to market
2: I will tell you this, uh, you all are making me think back to my Boy Scout days, and I'm like, man, I wish I was a kid again so that I can uh, participate in this kind of stuff. Because uh, my, my Den Pack, we definitely did a lot uh, with agriculture uh, being, being based out of Lancaster County.